0: Hi, I'm Gerd Hundel, acclaimed health journalist, turn motivational speaker, and transformational coach. This show is for anyone who wants to lead a happier, healthier, and inspired life. Create more self-love, inject more joy and abundance into their daily life. Join me for inspiring interviews and spiritual topics so you can become a soul warrior. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Get Inspired with Gerds podcast. I'm your host and today I have a special guest with me who's helping people to become balanced and love their body from within. Ellie Aaron is a certified yoga and meditation teacher and the founder of Senmo, a movement that uses sensuality, yoga, dance and meditation to help her clients to feel happier and healthier. She also hosts a podcast, The Ellie Aaron Hour, where she explores what it means to be human, and she understands what it takes to heal from the inside out. Ellie, it's an absolute pleasure having you on my show and thank you for joining me.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Gerds. I so appreciate it.
0: Oh, thank you. Bless you. I love the fact that how we didn't really know each other and we found each other and just got talking. And it was just it was just great to hear like the work that you do and how you're helping people.
1: Thanks. I mean, I think that's why we're here on this planet, right? We're here to help one another, to help ourselves. And um, when we help ourselves, we're helping other people. And when we help others, we help ourselves. So it's a I feel like it's a big circular love fest of help. At least that's why I feel I'm here on this planet.
0: Oh, and Mate, can you tell the listeners like what your life was like before you became a yoga and meditation teacher?
1: Yeah, totally. Um, I love this question. Well, I became a yoga and meditation teacher, um, I guess, like, seven or eight years ago now. So, you know, this is this has definitely been my path for, for that long. But before that, I mean, I had my whole life before that, obviously. Um, I grew up, um, I was born in New York, and then I grew up in Israel for a few years, seven years exactly. And, um, yeah, that's where my family spent a good amount of time. That's where a lot of my childhood was. And then we moved to, uh, St. Louis, Missouri, and then we spent another seven years there. So I feel like life goes in sevens for me. It's pretty interesting. Um, and then we moved to St. Louis, Missouri, and then, um, yeah, and then I went to to college, and um, so that's a little bit of where I've been in the world. And um, yeah, what was my life like before really doing yoga and meditation? Well, so I've always been a very a soul that's been very connected to her body in my childhood, right? Like I felt like I was always a really, really free child. Uh, I remember my mom putting on music <laughs> and making up these epic dances and having these really epic dances with my girlfriends in middle school and just finding such freedom in my body, such joy in my body. And um yeah, and then I was always a performer too. So I always used my body for performance. I was a musical theater kid and then I went to musical theater for my first year of college. Wow. And so yeah, and so there was there was always a connection with my body. Um, but then at some point, uh, it became about sort of how other people saw me than how I felt in my body. And that was the focus, right? I think when you're a performer, you're really worried about how other people are perceiving you. And so from really from middle school on when I was a performer singing a lot and doing a lot of theater, it really became about sort of that outward appearance of what people thought of me. And in college, that's when I really started looking at that and saying, This doesn't feel good, right? Like I'm I feel like I'm almost performing in my life. And that's when sort of the veil started coming off. And that's when I coincidentally started practicing, yoga and meditation pretty deeply so I didn't I didn't love yoga right away actually Um, (laughs) which I think is the case for a lot of people but um I did start meditating in college too and it was such a sanctuary because here I was in this new place where I felt really like out of sorts people were drinking I was never really into that people were partying and people were relating, but not in the way that I really loved to relate. Mm. I've always, I've always been someone that's intuitive. I've always been someone who likes to go deep and I just felt really out of sorts and really disconnected. Mm. And really I was feeling disconnected from myself. And so I went to my first meditation class, um, I guess about eight or nine years ago now. And I just sat down and I remember oh my goodness, like here I am, like I, I felt my body, and I really reconnected with what I feel is just the truth of who I am, um, and that was really transformational, because I started to see that I'm not my thoughts, um, I wasn't all the challenging feelings that I was experiencing at that time in college. But there's something deeper that's here that's sort of guiding the ship. Mm-hmm. And I started connecting with that part of me, right? This this really um, essence, I think, that we're all uh, operating from. Mm-hmm. And that was really, really powerful for me. So from then, I've really gone on a really a spiritual journey of meditation and yoga and connecting with my body which for me is a spiritual practice I feel like when I'm connected with my body when I'm feeling my body when I'm free in my body then I'm free in the rest of my life as well um so yeah that's that's a little bit of that and ever since then I've I've really delved full head deep into this and I'm just so unbelievably grateful because Mm. Yeah, the the challenges in life are big and they're huge. And part of what I really sank into um in, in these teachings of yoga and meditation is that we don't actually have anything to hold on to. And to, you know, as much as we want as much as we want it to be the partner as much as we want it to be you know, our job or the podcast that we're creating or whatever it is, like all these things are so impermanent. And so if everything is so impermanent, then what can we hold on to? And the truth is, is nothing, right? There's nothing that we can actually hold on to. So how do we make that? And how do I make that? um, Just asking the question together, my life practice, right? Where every day I'm showing up fully where every day I'm trying to bring as much love, as much compassion, healing as much empathy into this world as possible, because that's what we really need, right? Like this world is hurting and there's so much separation and there's so much anxiety and there's so much um, disconnection from ourselves, from each other, from the earth. Mm. And, meditation and yoga I feel like really bring us back right formally and first to our body and when we connect with ourselves and when we can really truly learn how to respect who we are and our boundaries and our our bodies then we can actually be in true relationship with other people
0: so absolutely I was just going to say that it's so true, like in this current situation that we're in at the moment where the world is kind of, we don't know where we're heading with all this like hate and anger going on in the world. When really, it should be all about compassion and love and accepting one another for who we are.
1: Totally, totally. And love and compassion aren't always soft, right? I think that that's the thing that people sometimes mistake, because sometimes Mm. love and compassion are fierce sometimes we have to stand up and say, no, this is not okay, right? Mm, Where yeah. You know, if we see injustice in the world or mm. if we feel injustice towards ourselves in some way. And I think it's a critique a little bit of how sort of the New Age spirituality kind of um, operates under is that it's all love and compassion all the time. And yes, that, that can feel ooey-gooey, but sometimes it's fierce. And sometimes we have to... Um, you know, it still can have, uh, empathy and compassion to it. Like we don't have to let go of love, but the way that we sort of, um, really stand up for what's right, um, does sometimes have that sort of fierce energy to it as well. And so we have to learn how to operate in all of our humanity and honor really all of the emotions that, that we have as human beings.
0: Hmm. That's quite, yeah, actually I relate with that, what you're saying. That's so true. I guess if we don't stand up for what we believe in then and we're all about love like you said in that way <laughs> nothing would ever change. <laughs> exactly, right? Like really if I look back
1: at my life and I'm and I'm honest with myself the times where true transformation has happened was when I've been like all right, like stand up, like do this, right? Like mm. showing up every day and and sitting on my meditation cushion um mm it's not always fun, right? I don't always (laughs) want to do it. But I know ultimately, that um, it's going to serve me in the long run, Mm -hmm. if I continuously show up. Um, So yeah, it can have sort of that like fierce energy to it that can also have love in it, right? Like it, it doesn't have to be one or the other.
0: In regards to when you started meditating, would you say that as you started in the beginning journeys of meditation that you started to understand your boundaries more and what you would accept and what you wouldn't accept?
1: Totally. Oh my gosh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, when you really... And when I really started to honor myself and truly enjoy myself and enjoy being with myself then I really started realizing what outside influences maybe um, maybe were taking advantage of me in subtle ways, or um, as, as an empath, right, as someone who is compassionate, as someone who is a caring human being, I think it's really easy for me, and I know for other people who are like me, to kind of just become washed out in the background, right? Mm. Like, like you said, people love to talk to you. People (laughs) love to connect with you, right? It's just, and a lot, there's a lot of us out there. Mm. But what ends up happening sometimes is like, we get washed out in the background and people don't actually see that we're there. Like literally, like (laughs) they don't, they don't see you and they don't feel you and they don't hear you. And Mm. what ends up happening is I'm actually doing a disservice to them, right? If they totally lose connection to me then they're totally in their own story and they're not actually relating with reality so in -hmm. the bigger picture when I um, understand that I have to actually like really show up fully Mm -hmm. then I'm doing everybody else um, uh, a service because I'm allowing for them to show up fully and so it's really I think about Honoring myself and and honoring all that I actually have to give to other people and How much love I have to give to other people and really coming from that place and when it comes from that place then I feel really good, you know um, showing up fully so I think boundaries really have to do with self-respect and really understanding how much you have to give and and just plainly, if something feels not good, you know, and disrespectful in some way, just um, really seeing that and honoring that and not allowing someone to walk, walk all over me in some way, which doesn't happen a lot. But um, I think it can happen even in subtle ways with people who we've been in relationship with for a really long time, yeah. because we kind of, we kind of cultivate a sort of, you um, A sort of dynamic in the in the relationship and I think that's what's hard sometimes too is relationships you've been in in a really long time and then suddenly when you start to own more of your power and you start to have more self-respect with your time and and your energy and really what you have to give to the world then sometimes those relationships shift a bit Um, which is not fun but if they're really meant to be in your life, mm. then they'll grow with you and they'll, they'll respect you for that.
0: Absolutely. And guys listening out there, this is, it's all about just listening to your intuition and if that person's not supposed to be in your life, see them as a blessing or a, a lesson that you have to learn or to make sure that when you go into another relationship or you're just on your journey that you know where your boundaries are.
1: Totally. Yeah. I've been really, really digging the boundaries um, conversation lately. And I've just been doing a lot of research on it myself. And the thing is, especially when we're starting new relationships, it starts so quickly, right? <laughs> like the dynamics start to form so quickly. And we can choose, we can either fall asleep, or we can choose to wake up and really be conscious of the dynamics that we're starting to create Mm. because really every every relationship is an opportunity to be who we really are and to be fully who we really are yeah but but we have to do that work right we and and actually it feels much better to be free like it feels so much better to be my authentic self in relationships Mm. um You know, I think about this in terms of family because family's known you for a really long time. (laughs) And I love my family so much. um, And I feel like there's habits, obviously, that have been created for my whole life and and how I relate with my family. And so sometimes I feel like my friends, you know, and and people who've come into my life the past few years almost know me, um, not in a truer light, But um, yeah, just in a different way, because they really understand sort of this passion, this overwhelming truth that I feel I'm now truly living in, in the past few years. Um, But also family is really beautiful and dynamic. But I think sometimes the challenge that I find is how do I kind of bring in all that I've learned and everything I've uh, discovered the past few years to the relationships, uh, to my family, you know, and how I operate with them as well.
0: Absolutely. I think as well, it's, it's a difficult one when it comes to family, because obviously you're not going to say goodbye to your family. <laughs> um, it's that they, they see you as who you were before. And those are the old habits that you have. And sometimes family find it very difficult to realize that you've changed and you've got newer habits that work better for your soul and your purpose and your mission. And they just, can't relate with that sometimes.
1: Exactly, exactly. And they've changed and they've yeah. evolved. And so how do we meet each other in a way where we're both honoring our our past and our history mm-hmm. and obviously my whole life, right? And Know, growing up and how do we then meet each other in a new fresh way and I think that that's the that's the reason why relationships get stagnant that's the reason why relationships fall apart mm-hmm. is that we're not willing to truly see each other for who we really are today right which is True. different than who someone was yesterday right like truly <laughs> meeting each other in a new fresh way every single day right and and that's what to me, It is my goal right with relationships in general is just to just to meet meet people in a new fresh way every time I connect with them obviously I don't do this every time but that's that's my intention is to to truly meet people in a in a fresh way every time I connect with them
0: Mm, I really like that (laughs) and my dear so you're now the founder of Senmo can you tell us more about this Oh, yes.
1: Thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the yeah. name. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So, so Senmo, which stands for Central Movement for the Modern Woman. Um, yeah, Senmo is a is a creation that I um, I started a few years ago. Yeah, like I think. Yeah, a few years ago. And it really came for a love of. Um, understanding and feeling this within myself that my sensuality and my body and really finding freedom and expression there Mm. directly relates to how free I feel in my relationships and in my life. Mm. And as women, I think we're constantly taught to be smaller, be bigger look like this, look like that. get liposuction, you know, shave off you know 30 pounds. like whatever it is, we're constantly taught. Um, and just as human beings in general that we're not enough, we're constantly taught that there's something wrong with us, right? The whole the whole you know marketing industry is constantly feeding us more and more things that we need in order to be whole. And the truth is we're whole and complete as we are. And um, so I think that relationship and that idea really relates to Senmo because your body and my body – female bodies are just beautiful and unique like we are freaking works of art (laughs) and (laughs) you know I mean it's no wonder that women have been painted over the ages and you know just our natural curves and our Mm. our breasts and our ass like you know in whatever size and shape you are Mm. and your unique beauty and really celebrating that right so that's really what senmo is about so It's about that, and it's also about mindfulness of body, right? So when you're mindful of something, you're feeling it. You're connecting with it. So it's really about connecting with this physical body right now. So for the listeners right now that are listening, just put your hand on your heart. Put your hand on your belly. And just take a moment and actually feel like, oh, my God, I'm in a human body like I'm in a body right now this is an amazing machine that's constantly loving us that's constantly giving us support and doing absolutely the body does absolutely everything it can to just love us so fully and so fiercely um, I mean, our immune systems are amazing. Our hearts are beating right now in this moment. Your lungs are breathing. Like, the, the body is a miracle. And so really appreciating the body in all its forms, loving the body, and finding that expression through dance and through movement. So there's three elements in Senmo that um, I teach in every single class. And the first is meditation. And it's to simply feel, just to feel the body, to connect with the body as it is, a lot of times women come to Senmo and they're like, you know, they're not in the right state of mind, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, they're just, they're either stressed or, or, you know, they're coming from the hardships of life, like life is challenging, right? So when yeah. they come to Senmo, it's really firstly just about connecting, just feeling and just having that moment of just interconnection and just relaxing for a little bit so that's that's the first element and just allowing for whatever it is that they that they brought into the room that day just to be there and to honor it and to love it Um, and so that's the first element is we meditate and then we start to do sort of like yogic um, exercises and I I pole danced for a few years, which I really enjoyed—not um, professionally at a club, although that's great too. Um, just at a at a pole dancing studio, which I really loved. And um, so there. So then I bring in sort of that sensual sensuality into the practice. So it's kind of a mixture between yoga and um, pole dancing techniques, like floor floor movements. So there's a lot of hip circles and undulations and really starting to wake up that just juicy sensuality and sexuality that exists within every single woman. Because, again, I truly believe that when a part of, of women, right, and a part of who we are in our humanity is suppressed, mm-hmm. then we can't be as fully expressive. So mm. a lot of times I think that what happens with sexuality is – and, and with sensuality and just connecting with our bodies ourselves a lot of women are only connected to their bodies when they're having sex with somebody, right? Or mm. when they're like intimate with somebody. Mm. That's when they s- actually start to fully like, oh my god, feel like, oh, I'm in a, I'm in a feminine body right now. <laughs> but my, my whole, right? Like, oh, I have boobs because he just saw that, you know, he just commented on how lovely they are. But we can, <laughs> we can do that for ourselves, and mm. we can love our own bodies. And ultimately, if we're relying on somebody else to to create that sensation within us, then we're giving our power away. Absolutely. Not that I don't love intimacy and I don't love relationship and I don't love connection because I so do, but it's limited, right? Yeah. Because we're relying on another person. So really, Sen was about waking that sensuality up, waking up that sexuality in a safe space, right? we're all there for the same reason Hmm. we're all there to move and connect so that's the first element is to feel meditate and then we go into these yogic exercises where we where we feel and move our body and then and then we do like a dance routine and we have um Hmm. free dances you know and we have an opportunity to just let go and have fun and we have all different types of music (laughs) Um, like slow and like just fluid and delicious to like the more poppy like gangster like there's just like we go like all over the place with the, with music because music is such to me an expression of life yeah. and so you we allow the music to course through our veins and so then we move so so we feel and then uh, we we connect with ourselves right and with each mm. other. And then we just allow ourselves to be. We just allow ourselves to let go. And it's really, really, really fun. And almost every single Sunmo class, a woman has some sort of major insight. There's pretty much there's always tears or there's some, like, huge (laughs) revelation that women, you know, that women that come have. Because we don't often go into places where we can truly feel free in our bodies. And so it's just such an honor for me to do this work and to really see how this affects women of all ages, right? Like I have women in their early twenties and I have women in their seventies that come and it's just (laughs) right. And it's just so incredible to see like the different shapes and the different body types and just this unique beauty that each woman has. And if you're doubting in yourself right now, and you're listening to this podcast, you have it too. Whether you're a woman or a man, you have it, or anything in between, you, <laughs> ha- you have it in you. And mm. so I think Senmo is really a place to kind of um, really open up that uh, ability to, to be seen and to feel yourself and to see yourself. So both elements happen, and that's kind of the magic in it, because we see each other, and there's options to sort of like perform for one another, and there's an option to just let go and just to be and to, to feel yourself. So that's what I love so much about it.
0: I love it. Just listening to everything that you were saying, it took me back actually. Um, when I was younger, um, I was a trained gymnast for about about nine years of my life. And when I was doing that, I felt so free. I felt liberated. And then I used to love dancing all the time. And when I stopped doing all of that, when I went to university, I suddenly had those like low moments and like doubting myself and it's so true why we need to connect to our body because it allows us to just be free and let go whatever worries or tension that we have. And just like you said, it's, it's embracing yourself, isn't it?
1: Oh yeah. I mean, I think part of the disconnect in our culture and part of why so many people are sick and there's so much obesity and there's just so much, there's really just like a health crisis for a lot of people is because of this disconnection from our body And like you said, if we listen to our body, our body is constantly giving us information. It's constantly talking to you. It's constantly giving you messages. It's constantly loving you. It's a relationship, right? It's a relationship like you would have a relationship with anything else in your life. And yet, so often we neglect our body until it's screaming, (laughs) until it's saying, like, listen to me, like, until we get the disease or until we get you know, something serious happen versus having it be a relationship that we wake up to every single day because our body houses our life. Our body houses our experiences and we get to live life through this body. So why not honor it and love it and understand it, right? Because it is such a mystery at the same time, right? I don't understand how my heart is beating right now. (laughs) It's just beating right mm. and and i don't understand how you know my blood is coursing and you know the nutrients that i just had in lunch are like somehow miraculously moving into you know my the rest of my body like that's a miracle that's an absolute miracle and to um yeah to really honor that miracle in ourselves i think is really the, the first and foremost thing that we're not often taught about our health true but it's so critical to our overall well-being
0: absolutely yeah um for anyone who's listening out there say um they, they really want to start yoga Um, what are your five top tips for them but they don't really know where to start
1: totally totally and this is really with, like, meditation, too, or, or with senmo or whatever, yeah, whatever practice. So, go ahead and, like, put into Google, there's this amazing thing called Google, <laughs> right? Um, and I, I definitely recommend, I, There's there's been an influx of online yoga stuff, which is fine, you know, that's beautiful, and I'm so glad that that's reaching a lot of people, and um, I recommend for people to go to a physical class so actually go to a studio put in google studios near your home whatever's convenient for you or wherever you're you know if you're leaving work and you think you're going to go after work you know do it near your work but find a beginner's class and make sure that it's beginners right it'll be called foundations or beginners um and and find that right and i personally uh think that you know there's been an influx too of like the hot power yoga and like the you know rocket like there's like a lot of like yoga that's like but i think just starting with a very simple like hatha class hatha is like the most basic type of yoga so find a beginner's hatha yoga class um near you and look up reviews of teachers in that studio right like ask like who who like what teachers are most popular and what teachers are really good at teaching beginners so once you look up a um like talk to people call people and and talk to the studio people are happy to respond and even if they don't have or or even go to the studio right go to the studio and ask these questions and then you can see like oh do I like the vibe of this place um And then I, so start a beginner's class and then I would, yeah, ask what teachers are good. And then I would say, don't judge it after the first time. (laughs) Like so many people go to a yoga class and they're not that good at it right away. And for some reason in yoga and meditation, I think more so than other things, people judge it so quickly, because they're expecting such an instant high, right, and such Mm -hmm. an instant gratification, because that's the society we live in, Um, so don't judge it from your first class, like, go to two or three classes, and try it out, and, you know, if you don't like the teacher, then try another teacher, and yeah, and consistently stick to it, right, like, Get a beginner's pass. A lot of times, a lot of studios will have like a 30-day special or whatever. And go like four or five times before you really make the judgment call and and give it a chance. Because oftentimes, when we haven't really moved our bodies a lot, um, or again, when we're trying something new, it just feels new. So just Mm. consistently try it. And um, the last thing I would say is just give yourself a break. Like don't don't expect so much of yourself right away. Um, you know, if you if you're starting a new language, if you're starting German, you wouldn't expect yourself to learn German in like five classes. And yet again, that's what we do with a lot of these um, practices. So so yeah. So just give yourself a break. Be gentle with yourself. If you're not good at it right away, okay. Just just keep going just try it and if you really don't like it after like really giving it a shot and you'll know when you've actually given it a shot versus been like eh I'm just going to do it once no like if when you've actually given it a shot and you really don't like it cool there's so many other movement practices that exist out there that could be good for you but the benefits of yoga are just so extensive and the research that's consistently comes out and how amazing the benefits are are extensive so try it out and um and good luck and let me know if I can help you in any way because
0: I'm here I love those I love those tips and where can my listeners find you
1: yeah so you can find me on my own podcast um the Ellie Aaron Hour I have my own podcast on iTunes and it's great we talk about a lot of what we talked about today, spirituality, we talk about positive psychology and psychology, mm. Buddhism's a big theme, mm. um, sexuality, uh, what it, what it's like to be a human being on this planet, right? Really embracing all our shades and colors. Um, yeah, so find me there. You can find me on iTunes, the L.E. Aaron Hour, or my website, L.E.Aaron.com. Or you can add me on Facebook. I'm super Facebook friendly. Gerds, that's how you reached out to me. So yeah, yeah, I would love to to connect with any of you. And if something resonated, um, I'm so glad. And I'm just so grateful to you, Gerds, for inviting me. This was so
0: much fun. Oh, bless you. I just love talking to you and just like your story and everything. And just what you're saying is so true. It's just about connecting to your body and connecting oneself. And yeah, I just, yeah. I love it. <laughs> um, Thank you. My debut, we are coming towards the end of the show. It's gone so quickly. And um, my last question is: What are you most grateful for?
1: Oh my god! <laughs> that's such <a> good question. <laughs> <laughs> I am grateful for the opportunity to be alive. I know that that's like huge. That's a huge thing. Um. Yeah, I'm just really, really grateful I get to live this life and this incarnation because I could have very well not been born, right? Mm. Um, So the fact that I'm here and I'm living in a human body, and I get to have these human experiences, um, yeah, I'm just really, really grateful. One of my main spiritual practices that I just do daily is I just look up. I look up at the stars. I look up at the moon. I constantly am reminding myself that I'm on a planet and I'm so small and Mm -hmm. I'm just one human being Mm -hmm. on like a planet that's floating in space. Like right now in this moment, like we're all just human beings floating in space in a galaxy. I mean, that blows my mind. And at the same time, I can use my life to make a profound difference. And I know that I can help people. And so really finding that, Duality of I'm so small and I'm just one human being in the cosmos, and I can make a big difference. I think when we can hold that duality in our heart, mm. then so much goodness can come from that.
0: I love that. That was just so beautiful. Wow, <laughs> um, Ellie, it's been seriously, it's been an absolute pleasure on the show, and just thank you for sharing your story and that. I loved your gratitude, like what well, you're grateful for. Well, that was just so touching and we'll definitely have to get you on the show again
1: i am so down to do these anytime this was so much fun thank you so much for having me and thank you to your listeners thanks everybody for listening um much appreciation to you
0: what a great interview with ellie guys do check out her website and just if there's something that resonates with you definitely get in contact with her Unfortunately, that's the end of the show. Don't forget, you can find me on Twitter at IamGirds, that's G-U-R-D-S. You can find me on Facebook at Get Inspired with goods where I bring you lots of inspirational, motivational quotes and tips about life. And also check out my book on Amazon called Educo, that's E-D-U-C-O, and it's 52 quotes for leading a better life. This week, I want to leave you with this quote. What we think, we become. That's a quote by Buddha. Take care, and I'll see you next week. Bye!